You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, here we go, everybody. Another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Matt Derry. Welcome in on this Tuesday, July 24th into Wednesday, July 25th, talking about your Detroit Lions each and every day. And a major breaking news story today is Ziggy Ansa will miss the start of training camp for the second straight year. We will dive into what that means for the other members of the Lions defense, what it means for Ansa's future, and get into the news of the day on Ziggy coming up in a little bit. Also, is there a budding star that none of you know about, or at least would call out a budding star on this Lions offense? We'll tell you who that is coming up in a little bit as well on this Tuesday into Wednesday edition, which you're listening to right here on Megaphone.fm, Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast and you're listening. Thank you for doing so and taking the time to listen to us here on Locked on Lions. You can go to LockedOnLions.com to get the podcast and also LockedOnSports.com as well. Follow me on Twitter. Again, this is Matt Derry with you. Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks on Twitter and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page as well. Like the page and you get the podcast there and then you can comment on whatever we discuss. Um, All right, so the big news of the day, like I said, Ziggy Ansah once again will miss the start of Lions training camp. The Lions will report to Allen Park as a full squad on Thursday. Rookies are there now, and the first practice will take place Friday morning at 9.30. Ziggy Ansah will miss the start of training camp. Today he was placed on the physically unable to perform list, something that the Lions have done before, something that protects them for the future if they want him to open the season on PUP. He's got to be on PUP now as well. Ansa, according to Dave Burkett of the Free Press, underwent knee surgery after last season. Remember, he was uh, uh, often injured throughout the year, um, played in virtually every game, but was not healthy, and put up some decent numbers last year. All right, he, he, he had, of course, 14 and a half sacks in 2015, but he's had just 14 in the two years since, and he's not been himself. Last year, he put up double digits in sacks with 12, but three of those came in three, you know, three sack games. Three games of three sacks, three the rest of the way. And he beat up on Eric Flowers of the Giants, which we've talked about. He beat up on the Packers of Week 17 when Green Bay basically was trotting out high schoolers. And Ziggy starting um, training camp on the pup list, bothered by a sore knee, held out of team drills all spring, including... Uh, mandatory minicamp, missed all of training camp last year. This is why the Lions don't have Ziggy Ansah under a long-term contract. This is why they have franchise-tagged him for this season. He'll play under the $17.1 million tag, which is way too much money for him. But the good news about this is that protects the Lions for the future. If Ansah's uh, uh, healthy this year, has a breakout season, he's still under team control. They could tag him one more year, or they could sign him to a long-term deal. If he's terrible, injured, uh, not effective, they can let him walk. So the Lions were smart. They franchise tagged him, which I would not have done, but I get it now, so that he couldn't test free agency. And also, the Lions don't have a lot of depth on this defensive line. We're talking about Cornelius Washington, Anthony Zettel, Kerry Hyder coming back from injuries. Those are basically your defensive ends. Devon Kennard, to me, is the wild card. Is he going to be a rush linebacker slash defensive end hybrid type player that gets to the quarterback? I think that that's what their hope is. 
And when you're talking about a, a Ziggy Anson now, no spring chicken at 29, constantly injured. And today put on the pup list again. I mean, what is it? Three times in the last six years he's been placed on pup. So that that's you know, Ziggy Anza is injury prone, and the Lions are doing the right thing here. They are doing the right thing. They're putting him on pup. That he's going to wait his turn and, and see how he's doing and take his time is what I meant to say. And the Lions are going to go through training camp for the second straight year without him. My guess: this is it for him in a Lions uniform. Because either Matt Patricia falls in love with him and that staff knows they have to have him. And again, it's more important for Ziggy to be healthy September 10th than it is July 24th. But if you recall last year, he didn't, he didn't practice once during training camp with the knee injury again. And then uh, he, he practiced like Wednesday of the first week against the Cardinals and played in that game. But as Burkett points out in today's free press, and Dave does a great job, he started the year on the pup list three times in his six-year career. So not a good sign if you're a Lions fan. you got to have a healthy Ziggy Ansah. You know, after Darius Slay and Glover Quinn, he's your most important, and he's your best defensive player. So for the team to announce today that he starts the season, or rather the training camp on the pup list, never a good sign. Also, wide receiver Andy Jones placed on PUP today. Rookie fullback Nick Bauden has been put on the injured reserve list with a torn ACL. We knew that in minicamp. Nick Ballore, the linebacker slash fullback, now will be the fullback for this football, for this Lions team. But your thoughts on this with Ziggy Anza. Derry speaks on Twitter and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. This doesn't surprise me at all. He's always hurt. It's the back. It's the ankle. It's the knee. Underwent surgery after the season. Didn't participate in any spring drills. I'm not expecting him to, to, to participate in, in any of training camp. Heck, or the preseason. This is probably going to be the same type of situation for Ziggy. And we're going to get to week one. He'll have an extra day of rest with the Monday Nighter against the Jets. He'll practice that week and he'll play. The question is, how effective will he be? And for you Lions fans that have watched Ziggy Ansah trudge out there every week not healthy and, and underperform, other than 2015, where he was a beast, sacking the quarterback 14 and a half times, this should come as no surprise to you. But again, the Lions had to protect themselves and franchise tag him at $17.1 million because they don't have much else behind him. Unless this year, Kennard steps up and is a humongous free agent signee from the Giants and becomes a pass-rushing guru. Because he's shown he can get to the quarterback in the past. What if Cornelius Washington finally gets better? And improves under this coaching staff. Kerry Hyder's healthy. And remember, it was two years ago he led the team in sacks. And maybe, just maybe, Anthony Zettel turns the corner. Now we're talking about a real pass rush. I still don't think this team fully addressed this need of defensive end like they should have. And I think it'll come back to bite them. We'll have to wait and see on that. So that's the news of the day with Ziggy Ansa. There's a huge story going on in Pittsburgh. For more, check this out. Hey, everybody. It's Tony Serino from Locked On Steelers. And the deadline to reach an extension with players under the franchise tag came and went on Monday afternoon. And the Pittsburgh Steelers and Le'Veon Bell were unable to get a long-term deal done. And that likely means now that Le'Veon Bell will be playing 2018 as his last year. As a Pittsburgh Steeler, it is a sad day in Pittsburgh. It likely means the end of the Killer B era. 
the end of the Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Ben Roethlisberger era in Pittsburgh. So much hype, uh, so much excitement about that offense. And to this point, they only have two playoff wins to their names and really a, a very disappointing loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars a season ago. If this team doesn't win a Super Bowl in 2018, it will go down as a as quite the failure of offensive talent or quite the, the failure to uh, to capitalize on such offensive talent. The, the, the Super Bowl window in Pittsburgh certainly closing a little bit now that Le'Veon Bell is, is going to be leaving after this season. And you have to wonder if that's going to be a burden on this team, if, if the burden of knowing that Le'Veon Bell will be leaving uh, weighs on this team at all in 2018 as they try to make another push uh, towards the Lombardi Trophy. If you are a fan of another team and, and you are hoping to, to get Le'Veon Bell during the 2019 offseason, well, you know, you be ready to pay a hefty price tag for Le'Veon Bell. It was reported that the last contract offer to Le'Veon Bell was five years, $70 million, with $33 million of that in guarantee. That was $14 million per season, and Le'Veon Bell turned that contract down. He will likely be looking for in the range of $15, $16, maybe even $17 million a season. Again, he wants to reset the running back market back to where it was when Adrian Peterson got his big deal back in 2011 and he has said before that he wants to be paid not just as the best running back but as a great wide receiver as well so again if your team is looking for a running back and has that kind of cap space he will be available in March of 2019 if you want to hear more about this Le'Veon Bell situation you can search on iTunes Stitcher wherever you find podcasts search for Locked On Steelers you can find me there otherwise head over to LockedOnSteelers.com you can find the podcast there give it a listen Thank you very much. All right, thank you to Tony from Locked On Steelers with that report earlier about Le'Veon Bell. Very, very interesting. We've talked about it a lot with the Lions. Um, you know, going back to the past, this team has never had that bell cow since Barry Sanders. I don't know if the Lions would would pony up for a guy like Le'Veon Bell next off season, but he's going to be one gigantic free agent after next year, unless the Steelers can figure out how to keep him around. Uh, that is for sure. All right, welcome back here on Locked on Lions. Matt Derry with you on this Tuesday into Wednesday, July 24th and the 25th. Training camp opening up Friday morning in Allen Park. Should be a lot of fun and exciting as the Lions are getting ready to uh, get ready for the preseason and the regular season. And, and I got news for you. I'm at game day Detroit the other day, and it's a store at Partridge Creek. Sells all sorts of gear, jerseys. Uh, Tigers, Red Wings, Pistons, Lions, uh, gear, uh, you know, everything, T-shirts, whatever you want. And I'm, and I'm in the Lions, I'm walking around and I'm in the Lions jersey section. And I'm taken aback for a second by something. Very surprising. You see the Matt Stafford jerseys? Not a surprise. Heck, you even still see some Calvin Johnson and Indomitian Sioux jerseys. They made some Barry Sanders jerseys with the updated uniform from last year. So there's Barry stuff. There's 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 Stafford. Uh, there's Slay Jr. Darius Slay Jr. Number twenty three. There's Glover Quinn and Marvin Jones and Golden Tate. And then I look over, and there are a couple of Lions number nineteen jerseys. And I'm like, wait a minute, they made a Kenny Galladay jersey, and it's sitting there right there at Game Day Detroit at Partridge Creek. And then I doubled down on something with Kenny Galladay because I'm surprised because he's just a first-year player that was injured for most of last year. Missed uh, 
you know, seven games or so. Yeah. He missed seven games last year, weeks three through nine, with that hamstring injury. But then I see yesterday, a buddy of mine was part of a film crew for Dick Hoovar's Chrysler Dodge, and they're doing a TV spot with Kenny Galladay. So you'll be seeing soon a television commercial for a local you know, car dealership, Dick Hoovar's, with Kenny Galladay in it. So I'm wondering, do we have some sort of budding star on our hands here? Do people believe that this is going to be a guy worthy of TV commercials and jersey sales? And number 19, Kenny Galladay. Now remember last year, the Lions selected him in the third round of the draft out of Northern Illinois. I like him a lot. He's got size, he's got speed, 6'4", can really run. And in training camp last year, he killed it. He was abusing Lions cornerbacks in training camp, got to the preseason and the first preseason game at Indy, caught two touchdowns. And he was named the third wide receiver by Jim Caldwell pretty early on after Golden Tate and Marvin Jones. Then in week one, Arizona catches four balls for 69 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Caught that 45-yard touchdown pass to put the game away from Stafford. It was unreal. But then he got hurt, missed seven games, finally started again in December against the Ravens. Didn't put up great numbers. Had a a pretty big game uh, in Week 17 with a season-high 80 yards receiving and a 54-yard touchdown catch. So all in all last year, 28 catches, 477 yards, and three touchdowns in 11 games. And he he started five five games. So, you know, you look at, at Kenny Galladay. Is this somebody who's going to be a budding star? TV commercials coming, and again, it's a local commercial. But still, he was selected by somebody at Dick Hoovar's Chrysler Dodge to be on there. And his jersey is hanging up in stores in Detroit and the surrounding area here in southeast Michigan. I love the kid. And I think he's going to be a big-time target for Matthew Stafford. He just has to stay healthy. And again, going through a rookie season and asking a lot of Kenny Galladay, especially when on the other side, and I like Marvin Jones and Golden Tate, but Kenny Galladay, there was a lot of pressure on him to be the lone burner on this team. And he still is. But I like it. I'm kind of excited for this kid that I think he can he can make some plays and all of a sudden get a little visibility. I'm just very surprised that his jersey is being sold and he's already being asked to do TV spots. But I like him, and I think he's got a chance to be very, very good. And again, he just has to stay healthy. So, you know, he missed, like I said, missing five games last year. I was wrong. I said he missed seven. He missed five games last year, including the bye. But I think it's going to be a big year for number 19 in his second year out of Northern Illinois. Derry speaks on Twitter if you want to comment on that, and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page as well. We're getting closer, folks, to training camp. We're getting very, very close. We're only days away, as the Lions will report again coming up on Friday to Allen Park. I want to thank you for listening to this edition of Locked On Lions today, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.